Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where I discuss the things that make me mad. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 111. That's right, all ones on this episode. 111, episode 111 of this podcast we are recording right now. I am excited to get back and record again, trying to find some time, let some stuff build up, and I got some stuff that I'm ready to get into that has made me mad. The whole premises of this show would be important for me to come on here and discuss the things that make me mad. It'd be very dumb for me to come on here and be like the things that make me monotone. Eh, that could be actually a spinoff podcast or, you know, what makes me... Uh, I'm trying to think of literally any other, uh, besides happy, mad, monotone, uh, indifferent, things that make me feel indifferent, that could be a spinoff podcast list, but nope, I'm discussing the things that make me mad on this podcast episode. So, I have got some stuff that I have ready to go, and I am ready to discuss some of the stuff. That has made me mad. So, first thing, uh, got a new phone recently. Pretty excited about it. Uh, let's see here. I had an S6 before. That's right. I am a Samsung Galaxy kind of guy, which explains a lot about me, I would say. But decided to, after a couple years of having the S6, uh, I realized that it was kind of slowing down. Battery life wasn't as good. Charging was kind of becoming a pain in the ass on it. And I was just like, alright, maybe it's time for an upgrade. And I got the S22 now, I believe it is. So, enjoying it so far. For the most part, there's been some hiccups. There's been some things that I like, things that I don't like. I'm not a big fan of change, so it takes me a while to get used to some stuff uh, that I like and don't like about it. So, uh, you know, I think it's going good for the most part. Uh, probably though one of the biggest things that pissed me off about it, I buy the phone, uh, or my mom and I go get our upgrades on our phone, and we're both playing around with it. I go to put in a pair of headphones to go listen to some music. Headphones don't fit. Because you see, uh, I know that a lot of, you know, headphone companies are going towards the wireless earbuds, and a lot of people just like connecting them via Bluetooth. Uh, see, I like having a wire. I don't know why, it just makes it feel like it's connected to it. Uh, I don't have to worry about thinking that I'm listening to music, but instead it's just playing out like that. Having the headphone wire makes it feel like it's just connected and it's, and I can hear it right away. Uh, it, that's just my opinion, though. But, they've been kind of going in the trend over the years of, we are putting it, uh, doing wireless wireless is the way to go now blah 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 so i'm messing around with the s22 and guess what there's not a headphone spot for it i'm trying to play around and try to find all these different holes realize you have to go out and buy a headphone jack for it now explain to me this and i would love for the greedy bastards at samsung to explain this to me we've had phones for a very long time now we have had a spot for the headphone to have a hole to put them in. So why did those bright engineers decide, you know what? We don't need the hole anymore. We're Samsung. 
we can do whatever the fuck we want and get away with it. So they decide, yeah, we're just not going to have the hole in it. But don't worry. If you want a headphone jack so bad, you're going to have to go out and buy one for $20. So I had to drive back to the store, paid $20 for the headphone jack. It's like, whatever, not the biggest deal of the world. Put it on and everything. I was like, all right, it's going good. But there's been some problems with the headphone jack, though. For the most part, though, it goes along pretty good. But there's been some problems with it. It's kind of like uh, I've noticed if you ever have played a, uh, listen to the radio or something like that, and the antenna isn't coming in that good on it, you can kind of hear that crackling noise in the background when it's uh, you got to turn the dial maybe just a little bit more, or a little more to the left and right to get it tuned in all the way. Yeah, that's kind of the problem I've been having with these headphones where it's like, I have the headphone jack, I plug it in, I plug it in like I'm charging it, and I kind of have to, like, play around when I'm, like... So it's kind of frustrating when I'm listening to music or list watching a YouTube video where I kind of hear, like, the crack click, and it doesn't come at all. I never had that problem before with the, uh... With the normal, just, you know, plugging the headphones into the phone. I honestly think that it's a pro... Like, the audio quality. When you're going from the phone, has to get tunneled through the headphone jack, then up through your wires. I honestly think that could be a pro... That's the problem right there. But Samsung, no, like, that's a great opportunity where it's like, you want to know what? We're just going to say, fuck it. Uh, you're going to have to either buy the headphone jack or you're just going to have to buy our wireless headphones. It's like, no, I'm not doing that. You, it's like, you greedy bastards. How about you just keep things the way they were? Literally, I don't think anyone had a complaint with the headphone jack being there. Like, the headphone hole had no problem. Nobody was like, God, I hate how that's there. I wish there was just simply a headphone jack. I don't know why Samsung was like, well, I will just get rid of it. But they decide, now nah, we got to make a couple extra bucks. It's the same thing that I bitched about earlier in a couple of podcast episodes ago with having to buy a new MacBook and then realizing that you had to get a universal, like, converter uh, to plug in all that stuff, which is really dumb because the original was coming with it already and then just... Apple decided, you know what, we're Apple, we can swing our big dicks around and do whatever the hell we want and make a couple extra bucks off it. Not like you're already making billions and billions and billions off your technology products. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta try to squeeze an extra 16 bucks out of a person. And it's like, well, what else am I gonna do? It's like, I like Apple, so I, I guess I have to do it? Like... Is that a cost-saving move? They're just doing it just to be dickheads about it. So Apple and Samsung, quit it. That is my thing. If any of you are listening right now, stop just trying to get an extra nickel and dime from your customers who kind of don't have the money to spend. Like, if this was a mom-and-pop store that was just trying to survive and find creative ways, like, yeah, sure, I get it. But this is Apple. This is Samsung. Literally, they have... The absolute power to do whatever the hell they want and they can get away with it. And so it pisses me off that they can do, design it however way they want. So that's why I'm really hoping like a couple years from now, I would love it if another technology company got in there. Or either they, either that or they had to break up. One of the two. But it's just, it's dumb. Like you have to buy an extra thing. I mean, what's next? What's next? It's like, I see that uh, chargers, without having to have a charging port, 
are like the next big thing. Like you don't have to plug them in, or uh, you you can all you have to do is just set it down on that thing and it charges. I I tried doing that before, not the best at it, but you know it it did charge. But I guarantee you that's gonna be the next thing. They're just gonna be like, yeah, sorry, uh, you're gonna have to buy a uh, universal charging jack port to go with your charger then, or you can just upgrade to this big. Uh, battery one that you have to rest it on because again they're apple and they're samsung they can do whatever they want and that's stupid and it makes me mad and also too another thing that makes me mad with that i realized with purchasing the new head with the new phone uh i had to remember a bunch of my old passwords so i was able to transfer my contacts and apps to the new phone which is good I always enjoyed doing that. There was one time where my phone got fried and I was unable to do that. And it was quite sad. But I was able to uh, transfer all my apps and everything to this phone. One problem was, I had to sign back into everything. Do you know how hard it is to remember what Snapchat I had, my username for that before, that I made in high school? And you're telling me I'm supposed to remember that? So, you know, I send off the... I forgot it to Yahoo or whatnot, whatever my email is. Send it off to a bunch of that kind of stuff. I'm like, hey, can't remember the password. Help me out. And they're like, all right, no problem. Just make a new password. Make a new password. And then, of course, I get the little alert that says, password cannot match old password. And it's like, you got to be shitting me. So then you just go back and it's like, all right, remember the password. See, that's why I'm always a big fan of the security questions. You know, where were you born? What hospital were you born in? Uh, name of childhood friend. Name of first girlfriend or something like that. Like, that's easy for me. That shit I remember. It's like, yeah, off the top of my head. Like, when I was working at Madison VA for a bit, I had to answer some security questions or whatnot. Couldn't remember my password or something to get in. And one of the security questions was, name of childhood friend. I was like, boom, I got it. And even my supervisor was like, yeah, shout out to that guy. And it's like, shout out to him because, hey, he was part of the security question. That worked out good. Uh... It, it, so shout out to security questions, but passwords, God, they suck. And it's like this whole thing with like cybersecurity and hacking and everything like that. It's tough because they always say, oh, don't have everything be your safe password. Well, this is my deal. If I'm supposed to have this big, strong ass password, I'm going to put it for everything. If I ha if you're saying that my password is insanely strong, I'm using it for everything. I'm sorry. I'm not coming up with 18 different strong passwords for a bunch of other shit. Alright? I am sticking with my one. And I am saying to all those hackers out there, good luck and try your best at trying to get in. Because I guarantee you I have outsmarted you. Best of luck with it. Good luck trying to you get through 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, you're, you, there's no way you're going to be able to figure that out. It's that, or the variation, I should say, of that. Try to try your best of luck with it. Not getting in my stuff. Well, it's like, you're just trying to remember all these passwords. And I would just like it where it's like, if you can't remember your password, here's a hint. I don't know why it's just got to be your username, password. If you can't remember your password, uh, we'll retrieve it in your email. Well, give me a couple cracks at it. I have a couple passwords, a couple variations. Like, my Facebook one, it's like I have to try six different variations of it because I have no idea what one it is. I should look it up and realize it. 
because there's been a couple times where I've had to log in and I'm like, shoot, I cannot remember what my password is. Uh, so, you know, that's what happens. I have to just kind of keep trying a couple different variations. But I would just love where it's like, all right, I can't remember this password. Give me a hint. And it's like, oh, and it's like a hint that you've created. So it's like, you still know it. Like, if I put down, like, say, like, oh, Green Bay Packer legend that you love. It's like, oh, there's a shit ton of Green Bay Packer legends out there. But I know which one I'm talking about. And then, boom, I put in my password. And then that whole problem gets solved. Honestly, put me in charge of these tech companies. I would make things so much easier. Because I understand that not everyone gets technology. But they got to make things difficult and uh, as difficult as all hell for everything. And it's just frustrating, alright? I just, I would like to have a phone. I understand a phone is not a necessity. A laptop's not a necessity. But it's like I like having it around. The technology helps me out more than it deters me, I feel like. But the stuff that comes along with it kind of deters me and it wrecks my self-confidence and it makes me feel sad and mad and bad. It's so, it's like there's so much easier ways you could go about it, but instead it seems like they gotta find a way to screw with me and it pisses me off. And another thing that makes me mad, I was wearing, speaking of headphones, it's a very heavy headphone uh, episode. I was listening to music, and I was also listening to an interview that I did. I had to kind of turn up the interview a little bit, so my headphones were a little bit louder than normal a couple nights ago. I had my headphones in. You want to know what, I, what notification I was blessed with? An amber alert going off with my headphones went piercing through my eardrums. Literally pierced my eardrums. Good God, it was terrible. Just, yeah, here, just right through the headphones, up the wires, through the ear, into both ears. God, that made me hate the Amber Alert. Normally, I'm like, okay, I'll be on the lookout for, you know, whatever truck I got to look out for. That's in Illinois right now that I'm probably not going to be able to see. But, you know, I'll try my best. But that damn Amber Alert, I get it. It's very important. I get those alerts are very important. But I have headphones in. I don't need it blaring at me. This is what I would like for Amber Alert to do. And they would probably get a couple more people. Like, because this is what happens when an Amber Alert goes off. Just all of a sudden your phone just starts blaring. And you panic because it's like, oh god, it's going off very loudly. Gotta shut it off. Then you're like, oh, alright. It's all quiet now. Everything's good. And you don't want to go searching at that point. Like... Tell you what, Amber Alert, it's like if you come out, had the notification be a little bit quieter, I'd be like, alright, let's go find this son of a bitch and try to get this uh, child back to its missing parent or whatnot. But then it's like the whole Amber Alert just goes off and it's like, God, And especially when it goes right through your eardrum. It's like, I can't go out and try to find someone like with my eardrums hurting. You know how hard that's going to be? And just... Ugh. Amber Alert, a great system. Like, yes, absolutely very vital, and it should be texted to people. But the notification does not need to be an emergency alert system. Like, a tornado warning, or, you know, a weather warning like that. It should be somewhere it's like, full force. Amber Alert was just kind of like, 
be on the lookout for something, I don't need a full-on-fledged, like, warning system coming at me. Just a fine, like, hey, you're 50 miles away from this happening, but just be on the lookout for it. Fine. You know, that would work out great for me. I don't need it just driving through my eardrums about an important message. Like, that doesn't help anybody out. And it definitely did not help me out as I was listening to music and then all of a sudden you want to talk about getting the shit startled out of you. That is exactly what happened. Ah, but another thing though that has made me mad so far with this new phone. Everything has been smooth so far with the apps. Except one finicky app and I don't know what its problem is. Bleacher Report. I enjoy Bleacher Report. I mean I'm sure there's going to be a couple apps like down the road where it's like say, you know, ESPN Tournament Challenge app, where it's like, I only use that app literally during, you know, February, March, and April. Uh, and then I have, you know, there's you got your seasonal apps, your fantasy, sports, and everything like that. But Bleacher Report. I like that one because it gives me uh, important news updates. So that way, I don't have to go on Twitter. And sometimes, I don't see everything on Twitter, and I like just being informed of this stuff. Bleacher Report. Don't know what its deal is. But I've not been able to get in to it. So, past couple days, I've been missing out on some important sports news. So, I've been kind of just going through the weeds of Twitter and trying to figure out what it is. But it's like, you know, I had the old Bleacher Report app. Had to upgrade it. And I was like, alright, fine. You know, it's free, whatever, I'll upgrade it. And it's like, okay, this should work then. I was able to get in. I was make, picking teams. And, like, there's been so many times where the app has just crashed on me. And it's like, oh... Alright. And it's like, that was what was happening on the old app, too. So it's like, I like sports. You know, Bleacher Report helps me enjoy sports more. So I would like to see the Bleacher Report app start working on my phone as it's intended to. So I can get my important news updates. Because Bleacher Report sends me some cool stuff. Like, they'll be like, oh, check out this, you know, crazy highlight catch or something like that. It's like, alright, cool. That way I have it and then I don't have to go on Twitter. And the minefield that is Twitter and try, you know, to remember, like, all right, I'm trying to look up this specific highlight or something. It just sends it to me, I know about it, and then I can, like, I don't, it's just straight and direct to the point. But hopefully that issue gets solved. Another thing that makes me mad, I also realized, too, that a couple more apps got downloaded on my phone. Probably just uh, S22 trying to partner with those apps. One app that I noticed that was on there was Netflix, and I've been uh, paying attention to what's been going on with Netflix uh, over the past, like, year, basically. It sounds like their revenues are down or something like that. That's basically what happened for anyone that's been living under a rock past three years, which, God bless your soul if you have. You missed a lot. Pandemic hit. People had to be at home. People were told, hey, just stay at home, right? One of the things you might as well do if you're at home, all right, I'll just... Binge the t I'll just get through the time and watch Netflix. So Netflix brought in these huge ass rate, huge ass like revenue shares, made a bunch of money. Everyone was happy at Netflix because like, hey, people are at home watching the TV. Well, guess what? Pandemic's only gonna last for so long, and people are gonna want to get out of their house. So obviously, like, I'm sure some people canceled Netflix. Some people didn't watch as much, but it's also like, like I said earlier, with like. Uh, the Samsung and Apple. You have 
people sometimes living on a budget. Some people don't like to pay for things. People like things free. You have the internet, which is basically free, and that's how you get a lot of free information on there, right? People don't like paying for stuff. So people try to share passwords with each other. People try to share login information, do all this other stuff. Uh, and instead of Netflix being like, oh shit, you know, what can you do? Uh, we'll make fun of it or something like that. We'll just try to keep putting out the same product. No, they're trying to nickel and dime everyone again. So what happened was Netflix comes up with these huge unrealistic uh, revenue shares that they get for like a couple quarters during the pandemic. Pandemic goes away. Obviously, their revenue is going to drop, but then all of a sudden they're like, uh, how do we get back to that big, huge revenue share? Well, unless another pandemic hits, like, it's just not going to happen, all right? Unless everyone decides, well, I guess Netflix is the way for me to go. This is what you got to do if you're a streaming service. Just come out with some shows, keep the uh, price, like, decently low. Uh, and just, you know, kind of work with the consumer instead of being like, ha-ha, we're the only game in town. We can do whatever the hell we want. Because then it's like Netflix is like, well, we're going to have to lay off employees. It's like, no, first off, if you want to lay off employees, how about you lay off all the executives at the boardroom that are making these decisions uh, that, again, affect your consumers. A lot of people that are going to get laid off have nothing to do with their business. I always hate, layoffs always piss me off so much because it's like the people that get laid off are the ones that had literally like nothing to do with the company uh losing money or anything like that but the big expensive you know boardroom guys with their three-piece suits and their private jets and you know their catered lunches and everything like that they don't lose their jobs you know they get their big profit sharing but you know joe schmo that's uh you know middle class and everything like that he's he's the one that's more expensive it's so dumb hate it with a passion uh, yeah, Netflix losing money. It's like, well, you're pissing off your customers, so that's never a good start. And then also, too, you're doing things that, like, literally made your brand successful. Like, oh, we have good shows. They've lost their good shows now. Uh, we're we're not, we're not ad-free. Now they're running ads. Uh, and it's like, you have to grow with your competition. You have to find creative ways, like, hmm, this is what we have. Uh, we're doing this. We're doing that. But instead, it just kind of seemed like Netflix. They got those huge earnings, and they're like, well, we don't have to do anything about that now. And then they're like, well, we want those earnings again, so we're just going to have to try to find ridiculous ways to keep them. And it's like, that's not humanly possible. Like, just, you have your big revenue share. Great. Use it to your advantage. Maybe you invest in a new technology or something like that. Maybe you invest in you know, a, a new show or something like that. Say you get, fr like, Friends is one of, like, the most popular shows or something like that. Maybe you get just a binge-worthy show that you can add to the lineup or something like that. But instead, basically what they did, they're like, all right, we're going to raise rates. We're going to make it harder for people to watch us. We're going to make it harder for people to share login information. And we're going to uh, run ads in our show. Like, and, you know, even then, like, running an ad isn't, like, the biggest deal for me. But what I've noticed over the years is like, oh, if we got, you know, this big thing that's getting all these ratings, man, they do it absolute nickel and dime it to death with ads. And I get that's how companies make money. That's how advertisements get, you know, eyeballs on their product. But like I was watching the Home Run Derby. It, I, I tell you what, give me credit. I basically went, I mean, granted, I talked about Bleach Report for a little bit, but I went most of this podcast without talking sports. I was watching the Home Run Derby, right? 
literally, even with, like, so if you don't watch Home Run Derby, basically, you're just trying, batters are trying to hit home runs, and uh, they can call a timeout in between their five-minute session. And in between that, it's a 30-second timeout, right? Oh, perfect spot for an advertisement to come. Like, these companies that are airing stuff uh, are literally finding every which way to sneak a little ad in there. Uh, like, they do the side-by-side -side stuff where it's like they'll run a commercial but also still show the product. Or they'll do a quick six-second commercial or something like that. And it's just there's no flow to it. It's random interruptions, and that, like, kind of pisses you off. Like, take your commercial breaks when you need to take your commercial breaks. Come back. Try to work in your sponsors or something like that. But instead, it's like they, they literally try to make as much, like, suck every nickel and dime out of it. And it's like, all right, this just isn't as enjoyable as it should be. Like, is a 30-second ad going to kill me, like, to watch? No. But if I have to watch them constantly, I'm just kind of like, all right, this company is making so much money. And this advertisement that they're running is going to add a little bit more to it. That's, like, going to make them a little bit more uh, money. But it's just for a viewer, you're like, ugh. Again, like, even, like, when I'm watching, like, YouTube or something like that, if I got to watch 30-second ad, whatever. I think it's just, like, you add it up over time. Like, so, obviously, I have that 30-second ad that goes in the beginning of the podcast, right? And then for the rest of it, it's just podcasts. Like, you know what it is. But if, you, but if I started, like, doing six commercial breaks in the middle of it like there's just no flow to it and if you have no flow whatsoever then it's just not good that's how it is right it, it just frustrates me i really wish companies would like instead of being like we got to make a couple extra million be like all right let's try to improve our relationship with our customers let's try to grow our business you know let's deal with like let's help our employees but instead it's like a couple people up at the top that really benefit and there's a whole lot of people that are getting screwed by them. And it's just not... And it's not fair, basically. Because a lot of times, too, it's like those guys didn't even find the company. Like, that a lot of them are just like, you know... It's like their great-grandson of the original founder or something like that. I, I don't know how to describe it. But it's, it's just frustrating, alright? A lot of us are just trying to get by with nickels and dimes. But yet these guys are trying to find a way to make a couple more million. And when they don't, they cry or lay people off, or they get mad and they do something. And it, it frustrates me, all right? So that's the one nice thing I like about what makes me mad is that it's not very, it's not one of those, you know, big tech uh, companies. You know, your little small rinky-dink podcast. Have my one little advertisement in the beginning, and then after that, it's just all what makes me mad. Not bought out, uh, not selling out to, you know, the establishments. It's just me out here recording on a microphone and you know providing decent content and that will do okay content to the view and not even okay uh marginally below average content to the viewer i would say so like that's my whole thing it's like you know what it's basically 30 minutes of just uninterruption and i'm going my best to try to talk and like that's it like that's it's 30 minutes uninterruption of below average content yeah that like that's i think how it should be like that's how you know but instead like you know i'm not doing a commercial break every five minutes like you know how frustrating that would be if you listen to a podcast where it took a break every five minutes oh it'd be terrible i remember one time i was watching a youtube video where it was like they were taking a commercial break 
uh, like, it was like a 10-minute video, but they had two two-minute commercial breaks in between, and I was like, this is frustrating. I'm literally watching 40% of ads, basically, right now, and it, you have no flow to it whatsoever. What's nice about this, what makes me mad, you have your flow. Literally start off with the with the advertisement, and then I just get into it, and then that's my flow. Right? That's how it should be. But hey, I think that's going to do it, though, for this week's edition of What Makes Me Mad. I think I'm going to try it next week. I, I'm not promising anything, but if you like listening to guests that come on to What Makes Me Mad, I think next episode I'm going to try to have a guest, or maybe even two. I don't know. We're going to have to see how this goes. But they always seem to go better when I have a guest on the podcast. So, my gift to you guys, see what I did there? Just, you know, ripped on all these companies that aren't, you know, trying to establish a good relationship with their customers. Nah, not me. I'm like, you know what? I think they like their, uh, I think they like it when I have a guest come on. I seem to get more views when guests come on. I think I might have to try to have another guest come on here or there. So, that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to, you know, get on the old horn here, old cell phone, try to message some people, see what dates work, and yeah, would love to put out a decent quality podcast episode again. So we're going to have to give it a try, see how things go. In the meantime, though, things keep making me mad, I'm going to keep writing them down. Why? Because I enjoy... uh, getting mad at things but then being able to uh express my rage in a calm and fun manner because that's how it should be right just wow well, whatever you know i'm not getting too mad at the things and i'll just rip on some stuff and yeah that's how things go all right well that like i said that's gonna do it though for this week's edition of what makes me mad thank you guys for listening and i will see you next time thank you